Hey, how you doing, listeners? This is uh, Gina Versa. This is another episode of uh, Serving Up Comics. It's a Waffle Press podcast, part of that. And uh, today we're talking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1 and 2. And I got some uh, cool guests with me, uh, former co-workers uh, at G4. So it's always good to have uh, some of my friends and colleagues on to talk nerdy stuff like we used to. But uh, to my left, I have Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hi. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. Been on, uh, been on your show once, once I believe. So it's cool to do uh, the trade off. Yeah, there's like a a little universe, a little metaverse going on over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And then we also have Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Glad to be on with you guys. Two of yeah. my favorite ex coworkers. Oh, thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> yep. But yeah, talking guardians. But before we do that, has anyone seen anything cool or read anything um, worth watching, you know, worth reading or watching lately? Trying to do that as a kind of, you know, just casual warm up or something. Uh, I saw Suzume uh, a couple oh, weeks ago. Nice. That's an anime movie that people need to see. I think if you like Makoto Shinkai's uh, work, um, and then I saw the concert from Radwims, who does the music for the past three of his movies, and that was fun. So I was going to deep dive into anime the past few weeks. No, it's all good. Anything for Shinkai. Enjoy his movies. At least that and Weathering with You. Mm-hmm. So those have been pretty good ones. I don't think he's made a bad movie, I don't think. I haven't seen his earlier stuff, but I'm assuming they're good. I don't know. I don't know. Am I wrong? Did he do Digimon the movie? Or I don't think he did. Okay. If he did, I'm sure it was the most amazing Digimon movie ever made. Probably. I don't know. I think it might have been a mixing them up with the guy who did Summer Wars. If anyone's familiar with that movie. Mm. But yeah, I know Summer Wars. Yeah. I think that's the same guys. The that's the same person that did Digimon. But okay, it's all good. But yeah, Suzume is good. I saw it. A few weeks ago as well i'm trying to re-watch it at some point but yeah i think the theaters are just going to be filled up with guardians for mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks but yeah we'll, yeah try to make super mario brothers fans yeah they're still, they're still going strong apparently mm-hmm. oh, mario yeah. and marvel just dominating the theaters but yeah uh stephanie have you seen anything recently uh, been watching I mean, anything i've been watching this uh Korean show on Netflix called Hotel Del Luna. <laughs> it's, 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 it captivated my attention. Like it caught my attention. And I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like the premise is like this um, hotel that pops up for dead people that helps them like transition into the afterlife. But the owner made a deal with a guy who died to like take his son and his son is now like, Ooh her protege i guess i don't know it's 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 interesting (laughs) i love korean dramas yeah that's been on my watch list for a while now i've been trying to sit down and watch that one (gasps) do it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotta put that on the watch list as well (laughs) yeah but yeah definitely check those out um i think let me see anything worth talking about i saw uh sizu if anyone's heard of that one the swedish like revenge action film i saw the trailer for that in i think john wick 
That looked oh, okay. It looked chair looked crazy bloody. Yeah. As hell. Okay. It's every everything you think it will be. It's just a Finnish soldier just killing Nazis for ninety minutes. That's the entire movie. He only speaks once at the very end. <laughs> he's just trying to get his gold because he he's like a prospector and he gets this like thing of gold and he runs into these Nazis, but they try to uh, take it. But yeah, thankfully he just mows them all down. But yeah, yeah definitely worth watching. My favorite thing about that is that the trailer looks like a total art house movie when it starts. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a nice little art house Swedish film or something like that. And then it's like, you're on blood. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. It's super bloody. Yeah, there's some yeah. kills that are just like insane. So yeah, yeah. definitely check those out. But yeah, yeah. some uh, recommendations that we have. I'm just but, writing them down now. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Update your if you have Letterbox, that's a good app. Yes. Love Letterbox. Excuse me. But yeah, um kind of segueing into our main topic here. Talking about Guardians. Um so volume one came out twenty fourteen. Um I believe this was announced at some point at Comic Con it. I don't think James Gunn was always attached to this. I don't want to say. So maybe like in 2012, I want to say they did some sort of Comic-Con presentation and everyone was like Guardians, like Guardians of the Galaxy. They haven't heard of the property. I think um, they were probably they were probably still kind of a lesser known sort of property around that time, even though they're in some like Marvel events like Annihilation and uh they relaunched the run with uh i think it was andy landon but yeah no one knew who they were and then um james gunn took over the writing of it and directing and you know it just kind of like spoke for itself the first trailer came out all the needle drops um kind of started this weird trend i guess we see now where it's just like needle drops and action sequences i'm not sure he's originating it but he probably popularized it but any uh any thoughts on that what were your guys's first impressions when like you just heard guardians of the galaxy do you think it was gonna like do well people were gonna see it would it have translated what do you what say you guys oh gosh um i initially i I, i'm one of those people like if you have a good soundtrack Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna watch (laughs) just because music is my thing um and I didn't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were at all. So it was it was interesting seeing like the trailer and then watching the movie. And I'm sure we'll get into this later, mm-hmm. but it, it it made like I'm 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 surprised in a good way that James Gunn basically turned a group of nobodies into like a huge <laughs> like they're on the third yeah. one now, you know, like yeah. they're a huge deal now. So everyone bravo, who James. knows yeah, everyone knows who Rocket is, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, which is like such the such an obscure, weird Marvel character when you think about it, you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. I knew Squirrel Girl, but I didn't mm-hmm. know Rocket, and that I was like, how have I not heard of Rocket the Raccoon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We haven't had, uh, we haven't never seen Squirrel Girl. I guess I think no, wait, no, she's on the she's on the Avengers campus, right, for Spider Man. <gasps> oh, uh, I don't know. She's she's with. Uh, the the kid from Iron Man three, somewhere yeah, Harley 
Harley's in the Harley's in the ride. Yeah, he just has oh. like a cameo with like it's like him. Uh, I forgot who else is on that ride, but I don't know if it's canon. But yeah, we never seen Squirrel go on film. I don't know if we ever will, but interesting character. Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah. There was supposed to be a show, I think, of of her before, but yeah, I think so. It might have been Warriors. like the new, yeah, the New Warriors, which I think got canned, or there was a pilot or something. I know we're talking Guardians, but like a small segue to Squirrel Girl, since we're talking about her. Mm-hmm. Around the time that that shoot was shooting, the actress Mo- Melinda Weintraub or something like that, I believe her name is. Oh, the AT and T girl. Yes, oh, okay. she guested on a Geek and Sundry show that I was working on at the time. And she was done up. Her hair was Squirrel Girl, like short length and stuff. Mm. And I wanted to ask her about it, but like everybody's like, you can't ask her about that. She's not going to talk about. It. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> oh man. They and then that. I was like, okay, I'll see it soon enough. And they never released it, so I never saw All it. So right. I have no idea. They had the they had the Marvel snipers on her. Yeah. Not say anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as Guardians goes, I mm-hmm. I I I don't think I read all of it, but I collected all of the. Uh, annihilation series so that's where i knew of the guardians but that's the only place i knew of the guardians rocket i thought was so i used to i used to read a comic book called spider ham which is oh, i think yes. everybody knows now because of <laughs> yeah. across the spider verse mm-hmm. and there's a there's a spider a pig spider-man and i thought rocket raccoon was from that same world and he was like the he was the 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 animal version of whatever star lord was and they just happened to work in the same thing, but I didn't know. I didn't know they were two separate people. Um, I didn't know much about it, um, but um, I don't know. I was looking forward to it just because I did like James Gunn's work, yeah, in like Slither mm-hmm. and at Super? the time, yeah. Um, and then I think he also at the time he he wrote one of the Dawn of the Dead movies, I think. Yeah, the very and, yeah that yes. remake. So I knew of I knew of his work. I saw. I think he also did the Scooby Doo remakes too. Yes. Yeah, so he wrote the first two. <laughs> right. So I knew of him. So I was like, oh, I'm interested to see how this turns out. But I didn't think it was going to be huge. I thought that was going to be like probably the first Marvel movie. That I was kind of like, eh, you know, at the time. So I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? You know, this guy that starts from uh, like trauma trauma movies, which yeah, you know, kind of the famous B movies of their time. Which I don't know uh any listeners may vary if you watch any trauma movies but they're they're certainly very unique um but yeah no i think uh yeah his movies were great i think before guardians i probably the one i saw was probably like super because that kind of like uh got some traction right before it released it was a um you know it had like rain wilson i think it was like on ifc all the time probably or something and it's it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. It's uh basically a like you know one of those like real life sort of like superhero, like what would happen if they're in real life? But it's just really like you know zanier than you think. And then it's also pretty much like I think like James Gunn writing about his divorce. So it's like it has a lot of depth to it, you know. So it's it's a really cool film. That if anyone has not seen it, it's it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, his works, you know, are pretty interesting, you know, stuff like Scooby-Doo, I think, is really funny. That's like a very, hmm, it's kind of like a kid's version of like a raunchy movie, I think, at times. I'm not sure if anyone remembers the first two Scooby-Doo's. I do remember. Yeah. yeah. 
some of the jokes that they snuck snuck in there it's just like shaggy his girlfriend is named mary jane and then he says like oh yeah he loves that name but he doesn't know why (laughs) you know so yeah like yeah his movies are great um yeah no it's it's really really interesting that marvel marvel chose him but yeah i guess like the movie itself uh re-watching it any takeaways that you guys had just kind of the plot or the structure or just you know i found it interesting how it was like a a little bit of a segue into thanos because we Hmm. did get little tidbits of it in the avengers series up until that point so um it was interesting how they were like oh yeah we'll totally bring in these group this group called guardians of the galaxy but this is how we connect it all yeah (laughs) yeah so i i feel like it was in regards to like introducing the characters they did a good job doing it they they kept my horrible attention span (laughs) on point like it, it like i was enthralled the entire time um and I, I feel like I can rewatch it again and again and again. Yeah, has a has a really good watch rewatchability factor. I think uh-huh. personally, because I've seen it a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, Mike, any takeaways for you? Be watching or watching recently? Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, I remember. I, so I just rewatched it uh, recently after like mm-hmm. several several years, and I forgot how much I liked the soundtrack, which is oh, obvious yes. because <laughs> that's like the that was the main selling point of one of like uh, the promotion for the movie at the time. I remember um, that was really good. Um, I also I will I wish they had gone more into the Nova Corps, yeah, and like all of the stuff in Xandar because I'm like oh my gosh, and like rewatching it now, I'm like this could have like been a great part to the whole infinity saga you know because because i think they mentioned like they that thanos destroyed um that world yeah Yeah. to get one of the stones so i'm like oh man if they just like kept going with that that would have been really cool because it was right there they set it all up they had so much set up and and um i don't think they ever revisited yeah they never revisited it until the sequels so no yeah I yeah think... there was never like i mean you can't really do it because obviously it was, it was the only space movie mm-hmm. so i don't think there was a, a way for them to revisit it without doing another guardians movie but yeah mm-hmm. missed opportunities but it was great yeah. it was a fun watch definitely fun to rewatch again yeah i think someone said out there is there there is a deleted scene from infinity war that would have had the nova core in it but i think it got cut which is why um, you just smash cut to Thanos already invading. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. I think, I think like one of the rumor, rumors was that instead of a Hulk being sent to earth to warn them, it was Nova that was sent to earth to warn them. Yeah. Or something like that. But they, they didn't want to introduce him that way. So it's kind of like, Oh, missed opportunity. Well, I know. There's yeah. so many missed opportunities of that. Pretty much, yeah. It would have been interesting because I think like Nova is a good character, yeah. at least in the comics. He's kind of their version of Green Lantern, or the Green Lantern Corps, mm-hmm. which it feels like you don't really see that too much in the MCU. They're just kind of, which I get, they're more, um, they're kind of just like, I don't know, uh, just really like cops. They don't like have any special abilities. They're just solely like officers, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What I'm I'm not really familiar on on the whole Nova story, but was the 
the the Ronan Day character, the one that um that uh what's his name? Um, he was one of the characters, and he was one of the main ones in um in the in the movie. He was he supposed to be like the guy that was like the previous Nova or Richard Ryder? Richard Ryder? Oh, like, like uh, the like Ronan the Accuser? Uh, no, no, not Ronan. He was. It was the other guy. It was the one. Um, uh, right. the one the one that played you know uh on uh Talladega Nights, the other guy not Oh John C. Riley. John C. Oh. Riley's character. Hmm. I don't think Horseman Day. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Maybe I don't yeah, I don't mm. I don't think it was. Maybe there's some deep lore from the comics that connects the two. Yeah, but... I wasn't sure about it, but like just rewatching, I was kinda like, oh, I wonder if this character was supposed to be like someone that like was really important if like they yeah. went with the Nova story. But yeah, yeah. possibly. Wow. Yeah. That would have been cool. A lot of lot, there's so many deleted scenes in all these Marvel movies that we'll never see. Yeah. We'll never we just need, we just need James Gunn's cuts of like every yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, James Gunn cut would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, any takeaways that I saw, I, I feel like this had so much world building to do. It had a lot to really like get across because it's like Thanos and has to explain the Infinity Stones. Uh, going back to Thanos, it has to introduce Thanos because Thanos was only like, he has a cameo in Avengers and he gets talked about like once or twice mm-hmm. and maybe like in between these movies. But also too, like a different actor in Thanos in Avengers, that's a it's not Josh Brolin, you know. It was, uh, I think it was like some Buffy the Vampire Slayer actor originally. Um, not to say that they were gonna cast him, but I think it was just kind of a placeholder. So, really, this movie is like your first introduction to like Thanos, you know. It was, and, I believe it was Damien Porter, yeah, is the name of the guy, and I yeah. only know this because he also worked at the Concentry. Oh, really? Time. Yeah, was it, was it for like a show or anything? or? He was a host of a show that I worked on. Oh. Did he say anything about Thanos or? No, this is after he, like, this is all he'd gone. He left by that point. So. Gotcha. Was he he on Buffy? Uh, I don't remember if he was on Buffy. He was, he was most recently on um, The Flash. Oh, okay. Nice. He was a character named Gold. Gold finger or not gold finger but like something gold? like that where he oh, controlled, okay. controlled the, the the element of gold hmm. yeah but he was he was like i think he was a recurring character recurring villain in flash oh okay yep nice yep he worked on uh that show with uh uh d dave from oh. uh our, the one the show that we worked on invitation to party was yeah he? yeah oh, oh he was the cool. co-host of that show huh yeah never knew we all worked with Thanos, the original. <laughs> but we yeah, six degrees of separation, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, uh, this the movie has so much to do, but then it's it's interesting that it has also the just the fact that it breathes. You know, there's like small moments in this movie where it's just like you see like um, you know the opening Peter dancing, um, trying to find it, or him annoyed at uh, Korath because he doesn't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Or the scene with the Groot spores, you know, you have like little moments like that that are just really appreciated in this movie. You know, I feel like you know has a lot of the charm of the early MCU. So that was kind of my main takeaway watching that. You know, yeah. 
definitely but yeah it still holds up i love it i love revisiting this too because it's like i don't sometimes i don't have a chance to rewatch movies before like it's you know complete in a trilogy so it was cool to finally watch it and then we'll watch three this weekend see how that goes but um yeah it's coming up but any other things uh the Groot ending or excuse me Groot's death tearjerker so much sadness yeah he did technically (laughs) die because I think yeah I didn't know that until recently someone like I always thought he just like became a kid again but it was like someone like no he's that's a Groot that's the original one died I'm like oh oh, I didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why I think that's why he looks slightly different in volume three if you see all the trailers yeah different Groot um but yeah any like you know going back to the Groot death like that's such a profound moment we are Groot in a Marvel film of all things too don't really see that now um yeah any any when you're first watching it you're like oh man are they really gonna kill him off or what'd you think I thought it was a noble hero's death you know in Mm -hmm. that way of like yeah Yeah. in that very period way um it was beautiful though like poor little rocket baby being all sad and and stuff and he just says like we are Groot I'm like oh my gosh that's basically like I love you and I can't I can't right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's like it's nice that he kept a little stick and then the stick became a little baby Groot yeah you know Yeah. yeah That, yeah, I thought that was a really good noble death, too. I was always curious, though, could he have picked up any stick and it would have turned into Groot, or is that just that one specific stick that had, like, a scene? <gasps> mm. I, I never wondered about that, because, like, there were he was, like, scattered around, basically, and, like, There'd do the other ones army. turn in? Yeah, do yeah, the other ones turn into other groups as well or something? <laughs> I, I never understood that, and I never got an answer for that, so I, that was the one thing that I always questioned, but I thought it was think, a great noble death. Yeah, I think, theoretically, they could all grow into Groot's. So there's there's an army of groups out there somewhere. Yeah, like, James, Maybe. we're gonna need you to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta tweet him. <laughs> I also like that it ended. I think if, I could be wrong, but like one of the last shots in the movie is of of Yondu, mm-hmm. and so Yondu is like um, one of the main characters are of the next movie. Mm-hmm. And I when in the rewatch, we'll get to I'm sure we'll get to the to the second one in a minute, but in that one, the final shot is of is of is of Rocket. And we can tell from the trailers of the third one that he's a major part of the third movie. So yeah. it's kind of like almost like he's telegraphing, like like hinting at like this is character, watch out for this character in the next movie. And the same with mm. the second movie too. So I don't know, but I mean that's what I noticed. Yeah, no, that no, that that tracks because yeah, uh Rocket is pretty much the center of Volume three. I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on yeah. Friday. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's intru- That's cool. I, I never noticed that before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess Volume two was very uh, Yondu centric. Segue. That's a, my segue into talking about Volume two. But um, yeah, no, I, I think Volume two is actually my personal. Uh, favorite of the two i don't know about the trilogy still haven't seen three but yeah i think um you know the plot is like looser um a little more experimental you know what, what, are, you, what are your guys thoughts on uh volume two after rewatching it 
I want to hear Mikey's thing first. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I thought volume two was the the the, the more like experimental of, of his yeah. of, of his Guardians movies, because like he does a lot of things. Some of it's the comedy in there is more slapsticky. Uh, there's a part where they're like bouncing around the universe and going to the different yeah. um, um, warp points and stuff like that. And that's kind of like pinball sounds and stuff like that. And like their faces are all distorted. It's very slapsticky. And like a lot of the comedy is very much, there's a point when Mantis gets hit in the head with a meteor and just gets locked out. And they, <laughs> he went, he went like hard on the jokes in the same way that like, you know, um, you could say that they went hard on the jokes for the last Thor movie, but mm. in this one, I think they landed the jokes. Yeah, it was it made more sense. He didn't go overboard, but he, mm. but he did go hard on the, like the slapstick humor and stuff like that. Yeah, and, um, so I really enjoyed that. Rocket, I think this is like the beginning. I mean, obviously it started in the first movie, but I think you can tell that like he's trying to hint at like something big with Rocket. Like I said at the end, is the, the final shot is of Rocket, and in the next movie, he's the huge he's a huge part of it. So I think. That's one thing um, that I noticed. And then also Mantis, you could kind of tell that like he was really surprised or or just really impressed with how how Palm Clementoff uh, mm -hmm. was uh, played Mantis because in the in the uh, spin the holiday special, it's her and Drax the whole time. Yeah, so like I think much. I feel like like after that movie, he's like, oh wow, I got something here. I want to like keep working with her on like other things. So like. He, he made her the focus of that but that was really cool and I, i'm really interested in the whole i got really interested in the whole parentage of like you know of like or the whole the progeny of like uh, of ego and all the different um uh lost children <laughs> that he had <laughs> yeah and you find uh, out in the christmas special that he's uh mantis was one of his kids as well right and then in the movie though she says that he found her as a larva on a planet which you're like, you're like, well, why didn't she know that? But then it's kind of like, oh yeah, she was young. She didn't know at the time. Maybe after, like, she would like go into his mind and help him sleep. Then she realized that, like, he went to that planet to find her to see if she had the gene that made her compatible, but she didn't have it. And she was only able to. She he probably would have killed her if he not for the fact that she can make him sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's like those like she found he found a use for her eventually. So it's like yeah, he let her live. But he probably yeah. would have killed her too. So, yeah. Eventually, Ego was not a very, uh, not a very good dad. I guess that was kind of, yeah, big theme of the movie was fatherhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it does. Yeah, it takes some really big swings. It's. I think it's one of the funnier Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Definitely f funnier than Love and Thunder. Leagues, right. leagues better than Love but, and see, Thunder. See, that's how you can do it. Like you can, you can balance the two comedy, and and you know, still have a good movie. Whereas Love and Thunder was kind of like shifted way towards the 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 over the top comedy. This one was yeah. kind of like going that way, but kind of yeah. like he still he still found the way to rein it in and like make it still. It, also, I guess it kind of fits with the characters. Yeah. So I mean, that's another thing because I mean, the characters are always going to be this kind of like you know have a good sense of humor and stuff like that. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened on Love and Thunder. Yeah, definitely not. Someone, definitely not the director, allegedly, on a certain substance. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, volume 2, yeah, it's it's still good. It's still good. Um, 
Yeah, it's it really does. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I just love the, you know, it's, it's funny, but I, I really love the heart of that movie because it's like so beautiful, like stuff where it's like Yondu saving Peter, telling him, you know, you know, the, basically his dad and everything. He like, may be your father, but mm -hmm. he's not your daddy. I know. Yeah. Sorry, I was misremembering <laughs> that line. I didn't want to like mess it up. But yeah, that's such a great line, such a great delivery by Michael Rucker, like the emotion on his face, the scene he dies. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, yeah. Scene. That, was, that was that was heartbreaking. Yeah. The funeral too. all the ravagers. What a what a great scene. What a well directed movie. Yeah. It was such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh when God. people when people say they don't enjoy volume two, I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> missing this. Like, I don't know. Some people don't like it or what have you, but like just wave those people away, I think. And it also I has my like... favorite title sequence too, the, the end credit scenes. Because they like there's like five. So it's my favorite like end credit sequence yeah. of any of the Marvel movies because it just kept going and going and there's like the I am Groot in in little um, title sequences or the credit sequences and stuff. Mm -hmm. So sorry, Stephanie, go ahead. No, this guy, good. Yeah. All good. It was it was absolutely darling. Like the first the opening scene alone is just adorable. And mm -hmm. um, but going back to the Yondu situation, just I. I wanted to make sure that I stared at the screen when I rewatched it earlier today. And mm. that entire, like, you know, when, like, obviously he's dying because he's in space and bodies aren't capable of handling space. And once the eyes started freezing over, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. That whoever's thought we should do that. And that should be the, the defining moment of Yondu being dead. I hate you, but yeah. <laughs> God, do I respect you so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the 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 entire volume and in itself, like it's hard to to say something because Mike, you put everything in so well. You said everything that mm -hmm. I was thinking and more. Like, sir, there's a reason why we were all friends when we were in the office. <laughs> yeah. We were office buddies for a reason. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> but that you you did bring up a really good point of like the the comedy the slapstick comedy and humor that was in the movie was done well because you can go overboard and it'll just be disgustingly cheesy thor love and thunder mm -hmm. and or you can do a really good job with it and they did a very good balance between it and i completely forgot about that that alien species that decided oh they stole our battery we're coming for them like i completely oh, yeah. forgot that they yeah. were there like halfway through the movie because everything that they utilized for you know the whole ego and father thing it, it it made me forget about like the side plots that were going on um but i i found like that 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 story and alone with ego is a really good uh metaphor of um just because it's your it's blood doesn't mean it's good yeah you know? Oh, that sounds so bad. That sounds yeah. bad. No, I mm. love you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it is moments of like, well, I idolize this person and now I met the person and now it's not a mm -hmm. great person. And I, I can yeah. only imagine what uh, Peter Quill's mental thought is, mental processing of it. Like, finally, I'm meeting my hero. I'm meeting the guy that my mom like loved and yeah. all this just to find out. Oh, yeah, no, she, I, I killed your mom. 
Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love your mom Guys. and I killed your mom. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Oh, what? And so, of course, when he finds out, like, oh, you killed my mother. Yeah. Of course, he's going to rage out. He loved mm-hmm. his mom. And that yeah. was his base of love and affection. So get him. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad that it ended the way it did. <laughs> and that also yeah. speaks to his character because it's like in, in the Infinity War saga, when he snaps, when he finds out that Gamora gets killed, you kind of like, if you look at, if you look at it, like, wait a minute, that fits with his character. He's impulsive. <laughs> Like we know that from the past past few movies that he's very impulsive and like when he loves someone and he finds out something bad happened to them, he freaks out. So like it was set up already. It was like it's great. So yeah. Yeah. And it's not like he really had uh he and he never had that chance of growing up and not being impulsive. Like everything yeah. that the job yeah. description was was impulsive. Yeah. Cause he was raised by Yandu and like that and you see how you see that in Yandu as well, like how Yandu makes decisions like on the fly and like, you know, I'm not going to give this kid to ego and stuff like that. Like he just decides to break deals and stuff like that because he's very impulsive. He thinks with his heart and so does Peter. And that was the message that he told Peter at the end. I don't use my head. I use my heart to make mm-hmm. the, to make, to use my powers and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah. God. Yeah. So good. Such a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me kind of uh, man, I'm like, I guess kind of to touch on a little bit, the wait between volume two and three is like, yeah, six, something like six years. I think famously, uh, you know, James Gunn got fired. I don't know, like, let go because uh, of the whole tweets that he already apologized for. That was the whole thing. So kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I really would have, I don't know what the original version of volume three would have been. Granted, we haven't seen the new, the actual version. But yeah, it's interesting, like, man, it's such a big gap in between these two movies, too. I think if it had gone normal, it would have led off this phase four, right? Instead of Black hmm. Widow doing it. I think it would have been I the think, lead. Yeah, I think it might have. Yeah. Yeah. God. It, it's hard to it's hard to keep track of <laughs> the the timeline of the phases because it's like COVID delayed it and then other yeah. production delays. So it's like, oh, impossible. But I think you are right. I want to say, but yeah, yeah, someone has to check the Marvel wiki or something crazy. (laughs) But yeah, volume two, still certified good, I think. Um, And yeah, I think, yeah, it's just amazing. Um, Yeah, all the, you know, all the the points about it, just it kind of feels like self-contained, which I feel really helps the movie, like the most thing you get maybe out of the mcu's like the seeing the watchers maybe i can't think of anything else they have the the cameo from uh mm-hmm. some watchers that stan lee is with one of his last cameos right yes. mm-hmm. yeah so that's cool yeah but yeah it really benefits the movie um but yeah i don't think any anything else to say on volume two you guys want to kind of point out or anything I mean, I could go on a psychological dive in, but we do not have the time. (laughs) (laughs) I would have liked uh, some connection to Captain Marvel because I think they Mm. knew at the point that they were going to do that. I don't know if she was cast yet or not, but maybe like some sort of mention of like, I don't know, Captain Marvel, I guess. It would have been cool, but you know. Because she was she was in the space at the time. Because mm-hmm. she had she had her, I mean her movie hadn't come out yet, but right. um, but in the timeline that happens like 
relatively early then she goes into space and then she's like patrolling space around the time of guardians mm -hmm. and i thought it would be kind of interesting if they like mentioned oh yeah peter quill the human there's another human that's out here in space too that's like doing good like you know the female human captain marvel you know something like that you know they might have brought her up but they never did but you know i mean i just think about all these ways that they could always connect things but uh just because yeah. i read too many comic books no no yeah it's <laughs> a lot of possibilities in the guardians but yeah captain marvel she's just around i think yeah you know tangently but yeah um still good yeah we could talk eons on that but uh, anything to say on the christmas special because I, I thought that was actually pretty pretty nice i like um feels like marvel keeps doing some christmas stuff you had hawkeye one year and then guardians so i don't know it was a nice kind of little you know tv episode it felt like right yeah i thought it was really funny i mean i don't know if how much of it plays into the new movie but it was at least you know how you know where they are yeah know, going into the third movie so that's good catch, catch and up with them. there was like one big uh bomb which is like mantis and peter related so that's good mm -hmm. um but it was just nice to see the those two characters because i feel like they did have a lot to do in the last movie but it was mostly star lord it was mostly gamora um you know rocket of course so it's kind of nice to have a solo adventure with those two mainly because mm -hmm. i i mean i like i said i thought that that uh, mantis was like a real breakout star in that one so and Greg yeah. jack is always funny so yeah they, they really go well off each other mm-hmm yeah, them and uh, Kevin Bacon, too. I thought he was kind of the standout, too. I love the Kevin Bacon cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Just playing himself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was really hoping for more Palm, so I'm very glad that we mm -hmm. had that opportunity because watching the second one, yes, she did do things. Yes, the character was established, but I felt like it wasn't enough. So getting that Christmas special did give me a little bit more of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I, I am looking forward to the third volume. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Any any expectations kind of wrapping up here on volume three going into it? So this recording, we have not seen it. Comes out in two days. What are you, what are you guys feeling? Look, okay, so in the <laughs> first volume, the collector's establishment is obviously destroyed entirely and all these critters run away. I want to see those critters because we, mm. you know, like we're yeah. going to get we're going to get the dog of obviously. Cosmo. Yeah, yeah we're going to get Cosmo and then um oh cows. What what was the um Howard the duck was in there? Howard, Howard the Duck. The yeah. duck. I want yeah. I want a Howard the Duck because I bought the DVD from the one that happened before and we oh. you know. Um <laughs> oh, and I would a, like them such to a strange movie. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's I weird. want like a good Howard the Duck plot yeah. in the MCU. Yeah, maybe like an animated some animated special or something. I think he's in some what if episodes too. Seth Green comes back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's in the zombie one, I think. That's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Howard yeah. the Duck, yeah. He's uh I think he's a good character. Um terrible, terrible at times, kind of watchable movie. Um if anyone wants to uh f feeling dangerous, watch Howard the Duck, the eighties movie produced by George Lucas. I don't know. Yeah, it's, funny, warned. <laughs> it's funny how many like big stars are in that too, or yeah. you know, roughly bigger stars. You know, like I'm, Tim Robbins, Leah Thompson. I'm like, what the mm -hmm. heck? I think it kind of destroyed her career. 
No, did it? Yeah, I think it might have. That came out after Back to the Future? It came after, yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I still think she's a good actress. Yeah, I mean, she's great. Yeah, I like her still. Yeah. But yeah, something yeah. something about Howard the Duck. <laughs> I'm also yeah. looking forward to Howard the Duck, though. Like, I want to see what he does in this one because oh, he's yeah. had little, little cameos in every movie so far. Yes, uh, too. He also was, he also had a small, like, he's in. Endgame, in in Endgame, like yes. at the very end, but he—you don't really see anything he does, but he's in there. So I kind of want to see what he, they do with him because I know they're going to do something. Just and I, I know, I know it's not going to be big, but it's like it's just kind of funny to see what he does. Um, and I'm looking forward to that and like a lot of the cameos that happen. Like I think in the, one of the commercials, they kind of show that um, what is Sylvester Stallone's Ravengers Sakar. I think it's yeah. Sikar, yes. One of the, one of his crews in the commercial, so I know that they come back at some point. Mm-hmm. The original Guardians. Just, yeah, I'm curious to see if Michelle Yeoh's character comes back because she's already like a, another character in, in MCU. Shang Chi, I think. Yeah. So it's like, did they? Does she just have two characters now? I, I'm curious about that. I think so. Um, yeah. It wouldn't uh, be the first time. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. She has two characters in there. Well, one of them's dead now, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> she, <did laughs> she had two characters. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see that. I'm curious to see. I like all the rocket stuff. Yes, that's good. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be heartbreaking. Whatever happens, I don't know what happens. But whatever happens, it's gonna be sad. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of want to see what the conclusion of the Adam, Adam Warlock stuff is because they teased yeah. the second one. Like, what happens there? Like. Does he become a good guy? Does he help him out? What I don't know. Yeah, so. we'll see. Yeah, that's an interesting character too, because it's like, how do they use him not being an Infinity Gauntlet? Because that's kind of like his main sort of storyline. I remember. Yeah, he, that's the whole purpose of that character is to be part of the Infinity story, and they never used him for it. So it's like, yeah. what are they going to do with him now? How they how do they repurpose him? Would be interesting to see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am very, very optimistic about it. Fully prepared to be emotional, cry, what have you. Is uh, yeah. I I just I know I'll be satisfied. I'm just emotionally preparing for it because yeah, I think I think it is going to be a tearjerker. It's the last film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have any expectations. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Like I I know that it's rocket's entire prem like pre-rocket story is animal experimentation and that is a real thing but i'm also like nervous on how much they're gonna dive into that because mm-hmm. it's it's too close to home for me yeah yeah you know? have to watch that kind of stuff yeah we're yeah. rocket and like we're like i think we're all connected we're like tight like really close to rocket but like in the commercials, they've shown a little bit of Lila, what, they, what they've shown of her. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are they going to do with Lila? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Like, uh, yeah. like, I'm, like, I don't know this character, but I'm like, I'm really dreading seeing what happens to the character. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the animals. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and the walrus. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> And the yeah. What was the walrus's name? I forgot. He's, 
think it's like four. Oh, it's Teefs. Teefs, yeah, Teefs. The rabbit is floor. Floor. Because floor is is on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) And then that's a rabbit, right? I think it's mm, that's that is a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, Oh my god, it looks it looks great. It looks great. Yeah. What's gonna happen though? But we'll see. One way or the another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he got to finish it. <laughs> I'm glad he got to finish it off though, because there was a time when like he might not have finished this trilogy. I'm like, yeah. I would not oh. have watched, or I don't know, probably, but I would not have been excited for like another director doing it. Like, I don't know. I think they said like Adam McKay or Travis Knight. I'm like, no, mm. you can't you can't have anyone else. That's kind of a grab bag though, sometimes because like when you had like Taika Waititi was like Everyone's like, oh, he's got to finish his Thor trilogy. And like after the second one, like, no, he's, you don't need to see him. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when he heard everybody saying, oh, you need to finish it, he's like, what if I kind of ruin it a little bit? Yeah, Yeah. that's how I get out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like Ant Man, I liked Ant Man 3, but a lot of people didn't. And that was all one director. So it's like he finished his trilogy and people like, well, I don't like the end of it. Well, I was like, (laughs) I mean, I'm glad he got to finish it. I think it was okay. But I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you never yeah. know, but I'm glad. I'm definitely glad that Jim's gonna get started to finish this one because I think he knows these characters better than any other director would have known it. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it you, you have to. Yeah, I think it's more more personal, you know, for him writing wise and everything. So yeah, I'm glad that he was able to finish his trilogy, and yeah, I from all accounts, it's it's a great film. So. I guess we'll just have to see it. Yeah, I'm glad that it exists. It's in canon. It's filmed. It's going to be in a theater. You can watch it like an IMAX or 3D. It's not me advertising these movies, but yeah, just kind of feeling very, very grateful just just to see it, to experience it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll movies watch are a couple times. Yeah, same. <laughs> we'll watch it. Movies are back. Movies, the theaters are back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, um, just kind of wrapping up here. Any any final thoughts? Anything for Guardians wise? Before we do some plugs, promotions. I wonder if they're going to do like I don't know. I, I was just skimming through the IMDb, and I don't think it's going to happen. But if they did flashbacks with Yondu, that would be nice for me. But mm-hmm. you know, if he's dead and he's dead, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lots of hopes and aspirations for the third volume. We'll see. Um, for me, I think I'd like to see, like, I know they're going to wrap everything up. There's one thing that I don't know if they've ever had any intention of wrapping up, but rewatching these movies kind of made me think about it. Like the rest of his Peter's relatives on earth. Yeah. They've yeah, never really addressed, earth. they've never really addressed like what they think, like, what, what what's going on though there so um i would like to see that mm-hmm. i don't have any hopes for it but i do i do kind of would like to see something some sort of resolution with that yeah i, I would hope so too because it's like yeah. you see the dad or his grandfather excuse yeah. me at the end of volume one still yeah. waiting looking to the sky and then and he... after rewatching i'm like oh my god he thinks his son is like i mean his grandson is like kidnapped or something you know he was but yeah I mean, like what happened to him like oh, mm-hmm. i don't know and then he cameos in volume two. Briefly. Well. Yeah. yeah, very briefly. And then Peter goes back to Earth in Endgame and there's not really too much of a yeah. reaction or anything. So, so I don't know. we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's a plot line I would like to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I would say. But yeah, um, yeah, that's it for me. But this was a you know great panel with you guys talking guardians. It's always good to have everyone on, especially to talk comic books because I love comics. <laughs> yeah, comic book movies. You know, there's some good ones. So highlight the highlight the 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 good ones indeed. Um, but yeah, uh, where can uh, people find you at? Any plugs or anything you guys want to promote? I mean. I have a I have a channel called Nom Talk Network, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Mikey here and Gene have both been on. We we love we love yeah. talking about movies and shows. And I've been getting drunk over the weekends, making some alcoholic beverage content for our Tiki Talk. So, nice. Uh, yeah, check it out. Very cool. Yeah, where can uh, people find you? Find that at any social media? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I forgot. No, no, it's all <laughs> um, good. You can see, you can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yes. If you're in the G4 Discord, mm. it is announced when we go live. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Check out the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, like you said, I'll be on, I'll be on there to, for a couple times this next month coming up, I believe. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then you can also find me on uh, Instagram and all the socials under GripC47. Um, I do obviously a lot of posts about geeky things like mm-hmm. <laughs> movies and concerts I go to and anime and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you need that kind of stuff, I post it. I think I, I just recently went and I took a picture of the Wonder Woman statue over at Warner Brothers lot. Um, so, I don't know if you like if you like that kind of stuff. Give it a follow. Yeah. Love all three of those. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And then you could find me on Twitter, Instagram, G992. You could follow the Waffle Press at the Waffle Press on Twitter, at the Waffle Press on Instagram. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. So, you know. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. Mm